Howdy, friends, and welcome to the Lead Your Career Podcast. My name is Chris Rader, and this week's episode is entitled Owning the Mentoring Relationship, Proactive Protégé. You can ask anyone who's been fortunate enough to have a great mentoring relationship, why was it great? And you're going to find lots of common themes. They listened and cared. They gave advice. They were honest. They were dependable. And they were respectful. Often, the protégé doesn't speak on behalf of the time and effort they themselves put into making it work. It could be because they were fortunate enough to have a mindful mentor leading the relationship, or they're just too humble to take credit for the success of the relationship. The problem is, this is deceiving to the outside viewer who craves the benefit of a strong mentor. It can lead them to believe that luck, instead of intentional effort, is what breeds the strong mentoring relationship. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Coming from a lead-your-career mindset, which assumes that you have untapped and unfettered potential to shape and influence your own career, we'll examine how to create a successful mentoring relationship. Identifying a mentor. This is not an easy step, and most people don't even know where to start. Choosing correctly, and you may have done more damage than good. So what do you do? You have to ask yourself a few questions. Where do you want to be in the next couple years? What steps in your career are you struggling with? Do you have potential mentors in mind? How much time are you willing to dedicate to a mentoring relationship? Depending on how you answer these questions, you should be able to narrow the scope of what you're looking to get out of a mentoring relationship. Now you need to vocalize to your network what you're looking for and start seeking out recommendations of a mentor that fits those needs. I believe you'll have much more value if you choose someone who has walked in the shoes you're looking to get into recently. If they're too far removed, they can fill the role of a sponsor but you won't get the same benefit of them helping you navigate the day-to-day grind that you're looking for in a mentor. This is not to discredit coaching or sponsorship, but if you're seeking mentorship, you're seeking mentorship. If you're able to answer the questions above and know what you're looking for but still don't know who to reach out to, you are not alone. Maybe you're looking at changing careers, just started a new one, or maybe you just don't have an established network. That's all good. These situations may call for a higher level of vulnerability on your part. Of course, there's LinkedIn, but there's also many other online platforms with the focus on mentorship. Some require paid accounts, others do not. I've never actually used those platforms, so I can't testify to their effectiveness. I would assume, though, with the more virtual workplace that we're currently in, they're probably effective. Another way to find a mentor is to seek out professional societies or groups that share the affinity for what you're looking for and join them. Initiating the Relationship Prior to ever reaching out to a prospective mentor, you must collect your thoughts and have a plan ready. You don't need a detailed meeting schedule and talking points and agendas, but you need to be ready to talk about why are you interested in them being your mentor? Flattery goes a long way there. What are you hoping to get out of a mentoring relationship? And you should convey your commitment to the success of the relationship. Once you have all of that lined up, you just need to set a time to chat with them. Be flexible with their schedule and be content with virtual meetings. If this is the first time you ever spoke to the person and you don't have an established relationship, Do not get discouraged if they don't respond to your first call or email. At this point, you're not hitting their priority radar. Do not give up if you believe this is a key mentor that will help you lead your career. Get creative. Send a handwritten note, swing by their desk, or think up any other way to get and keep their attention. Getting the most out of the relationship. Early in your relationship, work with your mentor to set expectations and accountability measures. What is the ultimate goal or purpose of your mentoring relationship? How often do you plan to meet? and what does success look like. Try to have some consistency with how your meetings are structured and ensure you stay on task. I would recommend with starting your meeting with a recap of the previous meeting's action items and status. Remember, your mentor is on this journey with you and would like to know how it's going as well. I would also recommend ending your meeting with a recap of the main points of the discussion and calling out any action items to ensure accountability. 
Always come to your meeting with prepared questions. You may not get to all of them, but it will keep the conversation flowing. Throughout the entirety of the meeting, take lots of notes, tons of notes. Notes help you remember what you talked about and lets the mentor know you're valuing their time. One bit of advice I rarely see yet is very important is to not fall victim to the sunk cost fallacy. If your relationship is heading nowhere, they're not holding up their end of the bargain or you're not getting the guidance that you were looking for, start the search over again and move on. Cordially wrap up your conversations, embrace the awkward if need be, and let them know it's not working or your priorities have shifted and work to find another mentor. Showing gratitude. Throughout the entirety of the relationship, you must remain grateful. This person is choosing to dedicate their time and effort to your success. Don't take that for granted. Be respectful, courteous, and show gratitude. Most mentoring relationships do not last into perpetuity. Ideally, you set up a perspective timeline when initiating the relationship, so at some point, the mentoring relationship will either substantially wind down or come to an end. Consider saying thank you in a way that speaks to them. That could be a gift, a handwritten thank you, or a shout-out from whatever platform they mentored you into achieving. In my opinion, the best way to thank them is to remember the impact they've had on your career. That impact is permanent. The way you approach work situations, or consider options has forever been changed. The ripple effects throughout your life due to this relationship will still be present two, five, even 10 years down the road, even if you can't directly see them. So stay grateful. This approach is not only reserved for those looking to build a mentoring relationship from scratch. Many groups, organizations, or companies have programs that assign you a mentor, whether that mentor volunteered or was voluntold, you can still get the most out of the relationship and show gratitude by following this approach. I asked two things of you this week. One, if you're looking at making a career move in any way and you believe you may be a good mentor away from success, give this process a try and lead your career. Two, if you're already in a mentoring relationship, ask yourself if you believe you're getting the most out of the relationship and be honest. If you are, I am happy for you and hope you regularly show gratitude. If you're not, use the process we talked about to evaluate where you think you have fallen flat and fix it. Obviously, you don't have to do any of this. You can just wait for the perfect mentor to walk up, find you, grab you by the hand, and lead you to the next step in your career. You do that, and I'll keep imagining what I would do if I won the lottery, even though I never buy a ticket.